successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show. And online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello and welcome to Grill Nation. I'm your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for joining us on 980 AM and Talk980AM.com. Appreciate you tuning in on grillnationshow.com and on iTunes and Tudin Radio for all you podcasters out there. Uh, been a great, great day, and I appreciate you joining Grill Nation here every Saturday and when you can via podcast. Please connect with me on Twitter at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. You can also uh, connect with me on Facebook. Uh, you can find me at Grill Nation Show or Jason Grill. I want to thank our partners and supporters of Grill Nation. Uh, first off, Kretcher Heartland, Bank of Kansas City, who will be on our show today, uh, Bank of Kansas City, and you're going to really want to tune in for this. They're doing some really great things. Couldn't speak more highly uh, than I, a Bank of Kansas City. They are uh, one of the finest banking institutions here in Kansas City, and really, really lucky to have them coming on the show, the CEO coming on the show later today, and uh, really excited that they're a partner and supporter of Grill Nation. I want to also thank the Bash Group, Kenny Hertz Perry, Catalyst, the Rieger Hotel Grill and Exchange, Jay Rieger & Co., Whiskey, Kansas City Power and Light District, and Two West Advisors and Ryan Rink. Thank you for the support you guys give via uh, contributor co-hosts and guest co-hosts and financially to Grill Nation. Uh, we continue to grow each and every day, and uh, we couldn't do it without you. So I want to thank all of our partners and supporters, and especially Bank of Kansas City, who will be coming on the show later today. Let's talk about those guests. We will have a um, really cool event happening with your Kansas City Royals, which I'll get into in a second. But um, we're going to have uh, Maria Dispenza, who is the director of Royals Charities, uh, come on the show to talk about the big Diamond of Dreams event, August 31st. If you haven't been to the Diamond of Dreams at Kauffman Stadium before, it's extremely cool. I'm excited to check it out. I've been hearing about it for years. Uh, basically, you get to go on the field. There's high in food. You get to meet the players. Uh, it's like a really first class event. It closes out with fireworks at 10 o'clock. It's from 7 to 10 on August 31st. Uh, we're going to have Maria come on the show and she'll be joined by, uh, Michael Viazzoli, who's the president and CEO of Bank of Kansas City, again, a supporter of Grill Nation, to talk about, uh, their involvement as the presenting sponsor of Royals Diamonds of Dreams. If you watch Royals games like I do, I know you've seen the uh, promotions for it, but uh, it's a truly first-class event, an event that is unique to Kansas City, uh, one of our finer events, and uh, very excited to have uh, Marie Dispensa on Grill Nation in our first segment after the break, along with Michael Viazzoli, the president and CEO of Bank of Kansas City. In our third segment today... Uh, we will also we will be continuing our conversation with Michael, Michael Viazzoli, the president and CEO of Bank of Kansas City. I want to really talk about his background, get into uh, his growth as a um, uh, as a businessman, and also talk about what Bank of Kansas City does here in Kansas City and throughout the country. Uh, very cool company. They are doing really great things. They're growing 
very quickly. But one of the coolest things about Bank of Kansas City is is their civic and community involvement, and we'll touch on that with Royals Charities. But not only that, they're involved in numerous, numerous uh, charity and corporate events, and uh, they just they, they they get it, they get it. And I think of anything, Bank of Kansas City is a perfect uh, role model for all those people listening uh, in the corporate community. And I'm very excited to have Michael Viazzoli on, a president and CEO of Bank of Kansas City, in our third segment. In our final segment today, we will have Jake Zimmerman, who's the St. Louis assessor, also a former colleague of mine in the Missouri House of Representatives. He also was a deputy attorney general at one point, uh, Harvard Law grad, good dude. Uh, he is actually running for the Missouri attorney general position here in 2016. Uh, wanted to have him on the show. I actually haven't spoken to him in quite a while, so it'll be interesting to catch up with Jake Zimmerman on Grill Nation today, and that will be in our fourth segment of the show. <clears throat> so that's the show for today. I wanted to talk about a couple big events coming up. Uh, I haven't done this in a while, so I wanted to mention some really cool, unique things happening here in Kansas City. If you haven't heard of Madminton yet, uh, you need to check this out. Madminton is basically Kansas City's first badminton tourney slash lawn party in its history. Um, Chew West is sponsoring this, is the presenting sponsor, and all the proceeds will go to giving the basics. Uh, this is going to be really cool. I can't even, I, I, I'm so excited for this. Basically, you know, it's going to be, there's going to be about 180 teams, I guess, of badminton players down at the Thies Park, which is right across the street from the Nelson Atkins Art Museum, uh, by the famous Kansas City Shuttlecocks, of course. And uh, that'll be on September 13th from 2 to 7 o'clock. There's going to be live music, food trucks, beverages, Kansas City local bands, local beer, local food. It's basically Madden is a bracket-style tournament that guarantees each two-person team at least two games. Uh, costumes are welcome. I mean, part Badman, part lawn party, and part fundraiser. And uh, Two West is, is doing that with Giving the Basics. Giving the Basics is a charity which provides for the necessities of life not covered by government assistance programs to underserved families in Kansas City. Uh, you know, types of things like personal care items like soap, shampoo, deodorant, toilet paper, and other hygiene products. Uh, what a cool event. Uh, for more information, you can go to madmitten.com. That's M-A-D-M-I-N-T-O-N.com. September 13th from 2 to 7, if you uh, you like lawn games, you like to give back to your community, you like charity, and you want to hang out with uh, some of the coolest folks here in Kansas City, I would check that out. That'll be a lot of fun on September 13th. We'll probably have more to say about that as we get closer to the event. So I'm uh, definitely going to be there, again, presented by 2 West uh, for giving the basics. Very cool. I want to talk about Startland News had an article about Kansas City's named a top startup town, if you haven't heard this. No, not our Startland News. Actually, Entrepreneur Entrepreneur Magazine uh, recently said Kansas City, Missouri, and Kansas was one of the Top nine hot startup cities that are outside of San Francisco and New York City. Uh, very cool. I, I, I really, obviously, we get a lot of accolades here as a city, but to get accolades with from Entrepreneur Magazine as a top hot startup city, that's that's pretty cool. And that was recently that that came out. Uh, other cities listed were Salt Lake City, Baltimore, Nashville, Sacramento, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Houston, Boston, and Los Angeles. Uh, so kudos to all of you people out there making Kansas City a a great place. They they touched on our food industry in that, which was really neat. I guess since night since 2013, 71 new food companies have launched in the area. Which you know we forget about our food entrepreneurs. It's mostly we hear about tech entrepreneurs and product entrepreneurs, but 
don't forget about the foodies who are helping to make Kansas City a entrepreneurial city and uh, recently recognized by Entrepreneur Magazine, which is which is pretty cool. Uh, and uh, great to see that that publicity for Kansas City. Uh, I want to also mention that Kansas City was uh, granted part of the Bloomberg $42 million data initiative grant. Uh, what is one of the first eight cities, so another huge accolade for Kansas City uh, to boost open government and municipalities across the country. Bloomberg put this out. The other eight cities, again, were Chattanooga, Tennessee, Jacksonville, excuse me, Jackson, Mississippi, Kansas City, Missouri, just Missouri this time, Louisville, Kentucky, Mesa, Arizona, New Orleans, Seattle, and Tulsa. Each will receive local support and education in capitalizing on data to improve residents' lives. So Bloomberg also realizing that Kansas City is up and coming. And Kansas City is part of the $42 million data initiative uh, for Bloomberg. Check more information about that out at nextcity.org. Kudos to Kansas City. Just some hot topics there going on in town. Thank you for listening to Grill Nation Show. Appreciate you listening on grillnationshow.com as well. We'll be right back after the break with uh, Maria Dispenza and Michael Viazzoli talking about the Royals Charities Diamond of Dreams event. Thanks for listening. Running down the street like your hair is on fire. Thoughts running fast like a man on the wire. Can't stop laughing but I don't know. Yeah. Welcome back to Grill Nation. I'm your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for joining us today on Talk 980 AM and on Talk980AM.com. Also appreciate everyone listening today on TuneIn Radio and on iTunes uh, via podcast, as well as at GrillNationShow.com and at uh, Talk980 AM. Hope you enjoyed our first segment today. Very excited about our next segment. Uh, one, because I'm a huge Royals fan and a huge uh, lover of Kansas City and our community and getting involved in our community. And uh, very lucky to have two of uh, Kansas City's finest in studio today. We have uh, Michael Viazzoli, who's the president and CEO of Bank of Kansas City. And we have Marie Dispenza, who's the director of Royals Charities. They're here to talk about all the big things happening, especially about Diamond of Dreams. Welcome to Grill Nation. Thank you. Thank you. A lot of Italians in this office, in the studio right now, isn't there? It's the best. <laughs> um, okay, so first off, let's uh, let's start with Mer- uh, Marie to talk about the Royals Charities. Well, Royals Charities um, is the foundation of the Kansas City Royals. We are a separate five hundred one c three, and we raise money through primarily our fans and then corporate sponsors like Bank of Kansas City, um, so that we can make substantial amounts of grants at the end of the baseball season. And we support organizations that um, help children, support education, youth baseball and softball. We do field renovations. And then, of course, the military. A lot of different things. A lot of different things. We stay very busy. That's what people are wondering is, uh, you know, they know about the Royals, but what what charities do the Royals support? Exactly. Well, we do support a lot. We Last year it was 104 separate organizations with about $1.2 million in funding. Um, you know, some of our favorites, ones that come to mind, there's an organization called Save a Warrior mm-hmm. that um, basically helps not just members of the military, um, but frequently members of the military that are struggling with PTSD. Got an email a few weeks ago that said that quite literally his life was saved because of the program. Really? And those things are the reason that I do my job, the reason that we raise money through fans. 
Um, other favorites, Community Services League. Mm-hmm. We gave a $50,000 grant to them at the end of uh, the postseason last year because of some extra money that we raised during those World Series games. For sure. It's yeah. a little easier to sell auction <laughs> items when... Uh, it's not so bad. <laughs> makes it a little so easier job for you than it was in the uh, late 2000, 2008, 2009. Now it's... Uh, yes. For, for our 50-50 raffle, you know, attendance matters. And of course, a good team that sells raffle tickets well matters too, but you... You can't beat uh, crowds. No, <laughs> so, sure. um, so we give them um, a grant to support their back-to-school fairs, which are happening now, and uh, they're going to serve quadruple the number of kids, about 10000 because of that, of that money. So you know, when you buy that 50-50 raffle ticket, when your company sponsors one of our events, you are making an impact. For sure. Michael, tell, about, tell us about your involvement with Bank of Kansas City and how you guys got involved with uh, Royals Charities. Well, if you, if you know anything about our organization, we're um, – very, uh, very locally focused, very philanthropic minded. And, uh, we also have, uh, a great, a great team of people who are dedicated to our community. Mm-hmm. And needless to say, very big fans of our, our local sports franchises, in particular the Royals. And then, um, Ashley Parker, who's our community engagement, uh, manager, she was, uh, uh, suggesting how we can play a bigger role, uh, in the community and then through the Royals charities. Uh, this idea of, of being the presenting sponsor for the Diamond of Dreams came up, and it just resonates so well with our our focus on the community, love of the Royals, um, but also position us in a way where we could really help a charity, and not just through basic sponsorship, but through some other things that we've been doing. For sure, and you guys are uh, one of the best here in town, Bank of Kansas City. So Diamond of Dreams, now I've never been, but uh, I have friends that have been, many friends, and every time I, every year I see their photos on Instagram or on Facebook or you know, on the website, and it just looks like so much fun. Such a unique event. Um, let's talk about that. So tell us about it. When is it? What can we expect? So Diamond of Dreams is happening on Monday, August 31st. Okay. Um, if you come out to the event, you're going to get one of the most unique event experiences you have in Kansas City. Um, we've all been to dinners. We've all been to sort of the regular galas, which are very important, but this is special. They're important, but, you know, come on. We've all had a rubber <laughs> chicken before. This is a little different, right? Yes, this is special. So um, you'll come right onto the field, mm-hmm. and you'll basically have complete access to the field. We have people that take pictures at home plate. You roam the outfield. You eat from a variety of local Kansas City restaurants. They all have samplings. You just come and go as you please. Um, all food and drink is included in the event. And, of course, there's a cool silent auction. You can step into the Royals' bullpen and take a look at um, all the items and then bid on your phone, and that helps our charity raise money, too. Um, But most excitingly, I think this year, well, there's two exciting parts. Um, The players are on the field, Mm -hmm. um, and as you've seen, there's pictures of them taking selfies with our fans and Mm Just lots of lots of smiles, lots of hugs, things like that. Um, and then American Authors, um, the band that I won't sing the song, um, <laughs> that sings uh, The Best Day of My Life, will play from 8.30 to 9.30, and we end the night with a really big fireworks show. Really? Mm-hmm. You got fireworks, too? We sure do. So that's one of the coolest things, too, about Kauffman Stadium is on the Friday night games mm-hmm. is when they shut mm-hmm. all the lights off mm-hmm. and we have the fireworks. Yep. So so we're going we're gonna to have those at the end of this party. Uh now, it starts again at what time? 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock. And even if you aren't a VIP, you still get to meet the players. You still do, yes. I can't promise they'll stay there to the bitter end, but they uh, they definitely come on the field and enjoy some time and with the fans. And it's pretty unique because it seems like they play every day. They, <laughs> they to certainly to, do. <laughs> to get an off day, right, to do this? Yes, they're, um, it's, they're very generous with their time. I mean, they are... 
Um, typically, they do try to bring some of their family members out, but as you well know, they give up a lot of time with their family over the season, so we're, we're lucky to have them for And you also event. have, uh, I think I've seen alumni players at this before. Yes, they always attend, too, so we'll have, uh, you know. So if you're older, in your mid-30s you... <laughs> like me, <laughs> yes. getting closer to 40, yeah. had a birthday this week, so I'm getting older, but you get to talk to some, maybe some of the legends that you, you grew up with. You certainly do. You, um, there'll be plenty of legends that you will recognize at the event. Cool. And uh, where will you guys be at this event, Michael? Are you well, gonna... uh, the, the first of all, it is such a wonderful event, and the the, the the amount of effort that goes into Marie and her team and the organization right. to organize this, and not just all the logistics around it, but have it being in-season. There's a lot of organizations that have it off-season. For them to have this in-season is, is just a monumental feat, and but also a testament to the Royals Charities and, and the, the Royals organization yeah. how important important this is so important um, but on the fireworks by the way uh, <laughs> uh we bank kansas city had family night at the k on friday and so we had i want to say 60 or 70 of our of our teammates and their families there friday night many of us stayed to the end for the fireworks and it was just spectacular absolutely spectacular well, and, so, and and when the royals win they're even better it, it is it, do, it does help um but uh where where i will be in our leadership team and our guests um will certainly be floating around and, and uh, regardless of what your passions are, your interests are, you're going to have fun. Mm-hmm. It's either if you're a foodie, you're going to enjoy the food. Yep. If you want to stand next to uh, uh, the players and get a sense of real, a real sense of size and strength and, mm-hmm. and, but also their passion for the team, for, for their families. Um, and then of course the band and the fireworks and everything is, is going to mm-hmm. be a spectacular event. And what's explain to us again about the layout too, because I, I noticed you have tents on the field. We do, yes. Okay. So it's um they're basically there's tents in the middle that are reserved for our VIP sponsors. Right. And of course Bank of Kansas City will have the biggest tent. Of course. Presenting sponsor. <laughs> they deserve that. Yes, they do. Um and so they'll be able to enjoy sort of private uh, some private parties there. Um we do we do escort players uh, to meet our, our sponsors. Of course we like to make sure that the people who are um who are supporting us in the best way uh, get to get to have that special moment with the player, mm-hmm. um, and then there's um, tents around the warning track, and that's where you can get your food. And there's some tables set out in the outfield, so you can just sit and enjoy the evening. Uh, the band will start playing right under Crown Vision, right under the big board at eight thirty. And then you really can't. I mean, I lay in the outfield to watch the fireworks. That's how I do it, and I would suggest that everyone does it that way. That's amazing. Yeah. And let's talk about the food again, uh, because a lot of people like to eat here in Kansas yes, City. You, you, I'm going to read off some of these names. Yeah. You can add to them. Uh, 12 Baltimore, Aramark, Barrel 31, Blanc Burgers uh, and Bottles, obviously. Mm-hmm. Cleaver and Core, Cupcake Alamode. Mode. I had a few of those this week. <laughs> uh, Jackstack Barbecue, Farrell's Jackstack Barbecue, JJ's La Bodega, uh, McCormick and Schmick's, the Kansas City State Company, and Zocalo. All of those are going to are listed and that's pretty amazing it's, group of restaurants you got there yes and they are um very grateful to come to the event and to do it at no charge to royals charity so we are very thankful for our restaurant sponsors we really couldn't have the event without them very cool um okay so we got that it starts at seven o'clock talked about the band i'm not i'm american authors i'm not a music buff <laughs> but uh, what can we expect from american authors are they what kind of music do they? Well, I up? I kind of describe American Authors as just a fun rock band. Um, their songs have been played very frequently in our stadium, particularly during postseason last year. So even if you don't know the name of the band, I can guarantee that if you're a Royals fan and have been at our games, you will recognize several of the songs that they'll play. But you'll be able to dance and just have a good time with them. And Jason, Dancing I'm, too. I'm, Who knew? I'm a few years older than you are, and it's still <laughs> still music that I can kind of uh, connect with. But also, I've got two 18 year olds. 
14 year old and an eight year old and they all love love the song and the music so do they yeah very cool and so again 21 and over correct okay so we know that for sure and where do we get our tickets so tickets can be found at royals.com slash diamond diamond of dreams i think we're down to less than 200 left so i would suggest getting them um, as quickly as possible but that's the best way to get them and then they'll be mailed to your home shortly thereafter diamond of dreams go to cancyrolls.com get get it there and it's august 31st august 31st seven to ten just show where do you where do you go in at in the stadium? You just, Gate D Gate is D. where our guests are going to go in at. So you can park in the in the main uh, lot M or anywhere close to Gate D. It's it's kind of a free for all. And night. bring <laughs> some money because we're going to have auction items too. We're going to have some auction items and we're going to have um, some on field raffles. Tivol is raffling a Rolex watch. Really, mm-hmm. very nice. And I just want to add for the for the corporate executives that may be listening here and, and folks that we've been reaching out to um, in our role as presenting sponsor. It's not just the monies that we provide, but we've also been actively going out and asking other corporates to be corporate sponsors mm-hmm. to, to build this event to be much bigger than it has been in the past. And we've joked around a little bit about being uh, kind of the, the, the best un, un, unknown event uh, in the city. And so we're trying to make it the event in the city, particularly with the Royals uh, being as strong as they are, but more importantly, the work that they're doing. And you heard Marie talk about what they're doing. But to the extent that corporate entities out there continue to want to sponsor the event, uh, certainly contact me or, or Royals Charities, and we'd be happy to kind of continue to build uh, the momentum. Here. Very very cool. Uh, yeah. Michael Viazzoli, Marie Dispenza, two fine Italians. <laughs> Thanks for coming on Grill Nation. I'm excited about Diamond of Dreams, and August 31st, we'll see you out there. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you. First things first, I'm the realest. Realest. Drop this and let the whole world feel it. Let them feel it. Welcome back to Grill Nation. Thanks for joining us today on Talk 980 AM and on Talk 980 AM.com as well as on GrillNationShow.com and iTunes Radio. You can uh, connect with me on Twitter at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. Love to hear from you on Twitter as well and check out all of our old podcasts, photos from the show at GrillNationShow.com. Hope you enjoyed our last segment talking about the big event, Diamond of Dreams, coming up here in Kansas City. Well, one of the presenting sponsors, Bank of Kansas City, and Bank of Kansas City is a uh, a partner and supporter of a Grill Nation. Very lucky to have them on board. Uh, very, very cool company here in Kansas City, doing a lot of great things. And uh, Michael Viazzoli is the president and CEO of Bank of Kansas City. And I uh, wanted to keep him here for another segment to talk about his background, kind of the Bank of Kansas City and... Uh, What's going on here? So welcome back to uh, Grill Nation. Thank How are you. you? I'm doing quite well. Dressed very nice today, I'll, I'll add, for radio. Like, well, I appreciate you. that. As are you. <laughs> great sock game and a great tie. Um, talk to us about your background. Let's start off with your background and kind of what brought you to Kansas City, then we'll get into the bank. Well, I've always been banking my entire career. Mm-hmm. And uh, the joke is, being that I am a uh, Swiss descent and dual citizen, and my buddies always joked around about, what are you going to do when you grow up? And it was either going to be a watchmaker I was going to make chocolate. <laughs> I was going to go into banking. So banking always was of interest and a passion. And yeah, uh, started with a Swiss bank uh, early in my career. I was with them for eight years in different places. You did a lot of traveling. Uh, I did. I actually yeah. lived in in Los Angeles, New York, uh, Zurich, Chicago, and back to Zurich. Wow. And then it was time for a quality of life decision. Mm-hmm. And my wife and I uh, thought about a lot of different things. Thought about going back to California, but that was. Too many Not, people. I, yeah, it's a lot of people point. out there. A lot, lot of uh, pretty places. And for but, what uh, we wanted for our family and our twin daughters at the time were a year and a half old, and and through some 
just connections. I ended up uh, coming to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. I worked for John Baum at George K. Baum Company for a year. I was very fortunate uh, to do that and for him to uh, bring my family here. And then mm-hmm. I worked for Bank of America for 12 years mm-hmm. in a couple different roles. And then now I've been up in Kansas City for four years. So you've been in Kansas City now for a while. It's 16, 17 years, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's good. So you, you're still here. Obviously. I'm still here. You haven't gone back to the West Coast or uh, Switzerland have, or have Chicago. Not. Love to travel, miss a lot of it, but there's no better place. Uh, one to raise a family. The quality mm-hmm. of life is fantastic. Uh, and this is uh, the business community is great, and the opportunities I have career-wise have been fantastic. That's one of the things that I, it's good to hear because, you know, everyone always says it's a great place to uh, raise a family. Mm-hmm. But it also is a great place uh, with, with the corporate in the corporate world, the corporate uh, corporate giving back, corporate citizens, I feel like as CEOs, you guys all get along and work together because I feel like it's changed a lot in the last few years, especially with entrepreneurs and with businesses. I think people are working together more. I, th- I think there's a very concerted effort to make sure that Kansas City has a long-term viable mm-hmm. ecosystem, mm-hmm. if that's a overused term I can use. We uh, love that term on the show. Do we? It gets okay, used good. a lot. Good. Well, and but it says a lot, and, and I – and I think I see that in a lot of different areas of the uh, of the uh, of the community. Um, I get the opportunity to be on a lot of civic related activities, mm-hmm. and so I can I can see the focus and the energy all the different community uh, different groups that are focused on that. Um, we're also very active uh, in charitable organizations, and so I can see the amount of phil- uh, philanthropy that goes on in our community and. Um, I'm also very, very proud. It's one of the big reasons why I joined the organization that I did. Um, within Bank of Kansas City and our bigger company, BOK Financial, community focus is just integral to who we are as an organization. Mm-hmm. And it's that's the type of people that we hire and work, work for us. But that resonates in the community as well. It's just something that our region firmly believes in doing good doing good for the sake of doing good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and of course, you know, with that comes other corporate benefits to it. But, you know, really it's just trying to make sure everybody here has a good quality of life to the extent that we can. That's great. Um, Michael, tell us about kind of how Bank of Kansas City has grown since you took over uh, and, and how it's grown. And one, from an employee standpoint, and but also, two from a, uh, you know, people you work with standpoint. Well, I, I – if I could go back a little bit further, uh, BOK Financial, um, it's a 100-year-old organization, mm-hmm. really kind of founded in Oklahoma. But over time, as it continued to expand, it was looking for new markets. And, and many of our executive leaders then and still now are from this area and have a deep knowledge of our marketplace. And so they knew this was a place that we needed to create uh, another base and so in 2006, formally started what we called it a uh, Bank of Kansas City and grew for a number of years uh, from 06 through about 11. And then just things started to click. And since that time, uh, our balance sheets doubled, our revenue base has doubled, the amount of people that we employ has doubled. Uh, we've doubled the amount of locations that we have in the Kansas City marketplace. And then we've also established five or six offices outside of the media Kansas City metropolitan area that we just are natural extensions of, of where we are today. So um, we're probably the biggest bank you haven't heard of, um, but BOK Financial is the largest bank in the Kansas City Federal Reserve District. Mm-hmm. And then here in Kansas City, I think we um, 
I think the expression is punch above our weight class just because of um, the type of people we've hired, the, the broad array of products and services that we can provide across different segments, and then more importantly, everybody um, that, that we employ as a passion for what we do mm-hmm. and believe in trying to grow a business and kind of on this entrepreneurial theme. Mm-hmm. Um, they love building a business. They love being responsible for its execution and delivery. And then everybody's passionate about our clients. So the service level is higher than, than, than I can ever remember an organization being. We're talking to Michael, Michael Viazzoli, the president and CEO of Bank of Kansas City. I have to say that I, before I even met you mm-hmm. or heard of uh, new people that work, for, work with you, uh, I always thought it was bigger. Uh, the branding of Bank of Kansas City is great. I mean, I thought I'd heard of it, you know, and so it has been heard of. Good. So, and you know that back in the uh, mid 2000s, I had heard of it, but uh, it's, it's, you know, it's pretty cool. So you guys have really grown. Um, and then talk to us again. You were ta- starting to talk about entrepreneurs and mm-hmm. small businesses. Yep. Um, how does that work at your bank? Because I know it's very important to our listeners, you know, that are trying to start and grow a business. Well, and the banking industry, you know, they have all these questions and concerns. Obviously, they want to get loans and funding, and, but it's very important to them. I know that they're very interested in that. Well, I'll, I'll look at it from, from two aspects. One is how do we view our business and how do we grow our business? Mm-hmm. BOK Financial is two-thirds owned by a businessman, not a banker, but a businessman. And his view of developing a business is not your traditional banker view. Uh, his assessment of risk and tolerances and, and kind of this long-term view is much like an entrepreneur or businessman would. Mm-hmm unlike a traditional kind of banker would. And that was one of the things that I really enjoyed coming here is we have responsibility for our market, for our business. And if we want to initiate a strategy, we establish our own uh, vision and culture, and then we're responsible for our practice in our region. And uh, that is a type of economy and discretion that I didn't get before. And, and uh, from what my, Brethren in other banks uh, would quietly admit to me as they don't have it in their organization. So I'm that that is something that gives an energy to what we're trying to do that I that that you might feel in an entrepreneurial company and not quite in a traditional bank. But as we look to supporting then the entrepreneurs or the people that are growing their business in our marketplace, we deliver and and have capabilities that many small size organizations don't have, mm-hmm. but many large organizations may possess, but can't deliver on a local level. Right. And we don't have the right answer for everybody and everybody's situation. Um, but I can commit to you that we will take the time to understand that situation. And if we can't provide that mm-hmm. service, we can certainly provide the advice and then the connections to help that person in our community. Even if that means going to what, most people might deem our competitors the right thing to do is to build that relationship, understand the business and do what's right for that person, not what's necessarily right for our organization Mm -hmm. trying to fit, you know, square peg in a round hole. That's so, that's so important. I know that a lot of business owners out there love to hear that, especially the background history of, of the owners. Um, Bank of Kansas city, you can check out at bank of You said you're in a lot of different locations here in town, which is great. You also talked about your community involvement. Mm-hmm. We talked about that a little bit with your uh, your involvement with Royals Charities. But yeah. talk more about that with the civic involvement, how important that is to you. Well, in our, our vision statement, there's five core strategies. And one of them is community engagement. And 
there again, the theme is doing good for the sake of doing good. And that is just fundamental to who we are. And so uh, today we sponsor and support uh, 60-ish uh, civic and charitable organizations. And then um, we have behind that, not just sending dollars, but we make sure we have someone on our team actively engaged in that organization to provide support for the organization, certainly to to match our, our, our volunteer hours with the dollars that we contribute. But we also see it as a way of kind of integrating ourselves better in the, in the community, but also it's a great development opportunity for, for our personnel. And that doesn't mean uh, someone has to be on the board. What that means is someone has to be involved in it. It's organizing event, which then builds up into a youth board, which then builds into the board. Mm-hmm. Whatever those steps are, our team, our teammates are developing some skill sets and experiences along the way. So in that sense, you might say it's selfish. Um, but in terms of, um, but I think it's a different selfish than saying, okay, for this dollar contribution, I'll get this marketing benefit for it. We don't really look at it right. that way. Um, and I could tell that from the first day I met you is yeah. that you guys operate differently. Yeah. And I think it's very important that talking about getting the, everyone involved in your organization too yeah. with different boards and charities. Yeah. Um, Michael Viazzoli, President and CEO of Bank of Kansas City. Thanks for coming on the show today. My pleasure. Uh, keep in touch, yeah. obviously. You guys are great supporters of this show, and uh, hopefully everyone get out to Diamond of Dreams yep. as well on August 31st, and uh, hopefully get to see you there. Well, and if I may, I know when you were in legislature, you helped pass uh, some, some legislation around autism and right. benefits for families, and that touches our organization very directly with a couple of our associates. So I just want to say thank you for thank your you. work on doing yes, that. Yes, appreciate uh, it. It has had lasting positive benefits. I appreciate that. Appreciate that. Thank yeah. you very much. We're right back on Grill Nation. I turn the music up. I got my records on. I shut the world. Welcome back to Grill Nation. I'm your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for joining me today again on Talk 980 AM and on Talk980AM.com. Appreciate you connecting with me on Twitter at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show um, and also on iTunes and TuneIn Radio. I appreciate you listening there as well. Want to also real quickly thank our presenting sponsors and partners of Grill Nation real quickly uh, in our final segment today. Kretcher Hartland, Bank of Kansas City, The Bash Group, Kenny Hertz Perry, Catalyst Government Affairs, The Rieger Hotel Grill and Exchange, Jay Rieger & Co., Kansas City Power and Light District, and Two West Advisors and Ryan Rink. Thanks for uh, partnering up and supporting Grill Nation. In our last segment today, we have uh, we get a few minutes here with a former colleague of mine in the Missouri legislature, a uh, very smart man who is the St. Louis assessor on the uh, east side of the state, I guess you would say. They have an arch over there, I hear. Um, great guy. He is actually running for Missouri Attorney General in 2016, and I wanted to have him on the show to uh, reconnect with uh, reconnect with him and uh, see what's going on over in St. Louis. We have Jake Zimmerman on the show. Welcome to the show, Jake. Thanks so much, Jason. It's great to talk with you. Great to talk with you. So tell our listeners uh, a little bit about what you're doing these days and uh, what you're going to be doing hopefully here in the future. 
Well, I'd be happy to. So, yeah, like you said, I'm the St. Louis County Assessor, so I have the sexiest job in all of Missouri politics. I, I tell people what their stuff is worth. Uh, <laughs> and along the way, we've had some, uh, some interesting times. We found some people who were hiding their airplanes because they didn't think they should have to declare value or pay taxes on those. We found some people pretending to be charities when they weren't. We even found people pretending to be farmers when what they really did was own uh, – a strip mall or a parking lot and, you know, throw a winter wheat seed on or plant an apple tree and say, look, it's a farm. Give me a tax break. (laughs) And, you know, it sounds funny, right? But, of course, what really happens is whenever somebody doesn't pay their fair share or tries some cute trick, what it really means is you and me and every other law-abiding business down the street pays an extra 50 or an extra 100 bucks to compensate them for their windfall. And, You know, my philosophy has been that you want to treat everybody fairly. And whether you're doing um, the sexy branches of government or the nuts and bolts work of running an office, it's all the same. You want to be accountable. You want to say that there's not a Democratic or Republican way to do the job. You just try and do it right and do it fairly. And uh, so far, it's been a pretty fun ride. You definitely are doing that. And uh, for our listeners listening who maybe don't know a lot about St. Louis County yet, That's the largest county in Missouri, is it not? Yes, it is. Yeah, I think it's the biggest voting jurisdiction that we have in the state. There's something like a a million human beings in St. Louis County. And it's been an interesting job because we didn't have an elected assessor for about 50 years. And then there were some scandals in our assessor's office here and some folks who made some bad decisions. And uh, the good people of St. Louis County voted in 2010 to make this position elected again for the first time. And so I was elected in 2011 and re-elected in 2014. So yeah, it's been a fun ride. And I think we've done some good public policy to make things a little more fair for the people here. And uh, I'm excited for the next step. Yes, let's talk about that. Um, You are uh, officially running for the Missouri Attorney General position in 2016. Tell our listeners a little bit about what the Missouri Attorney General does and uh, what what are some of the things that you're really excited about uh, and been talking about campaigning. Well, probably when everyone thinks about the attorney general, they think about the top cop, right? You're the state's chief law enforcement official and everything that comes with that. Um, But what a lot of folks maybe don't know, and especially people in the business community should be interested in, is that the attorney general touches a whole lot of other policy throughout the state of Missouri, because the attorney general is also in charge of uh, defending and enforcing the state's environmental regulations, and the attorney general is in charge of uh, regulation of nonprofit corporations, and the attorney general defends the state in lawsuits and handles workers' comp matters and a whole bunch of other stuff that touches day-to-day the economic lifeblood of this state. And that's what I'm really excited about, you know, because this is one of those jobs that if you do it right and you say, my job is to enforce the law fairly without fear or favor and treat everybody the same, whether they're worth $50,000 or $50 million, I tend to think that's what people want out of their state government, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, this is a position where if you do it wrong, You know, if you become a crusader who goes on witch hunts, 
well, you can mess up the state's economic development climate for years. But if you do it wrong the other way and you don't have the guts to go after the bad guys when they're taking advantage of people, then very quickly things can spiral in a bad direction. So there's a lot of opportunity to do things right, to make sure that everybody plays by the same set of rules so that there is an even playing field for everybody. And I think that's what the attorney general's race is about. And I'm excited to take that message to the people. Jake Zimmerman, who's the St. Louis County Assessor, a great Missourian. Jake, tell us a about your background. Uh, we met when we both were in the Missouri House together, and uh, initially on our first bus tour, I knew that you had a, a great personality and uh, had a really unique background, but uh, give our, our listeners a little taste of uh, kind of your upbringing and uh, growing up here. Boy, Jason, that's what all the girls in high school said to me. They said, boy, that guy, he's got a great personality. What a great personality and a nice background. Yeah, I've, I've He's a smart before. guy. <laughs> well, Jason, let's not, uh, let's not think too hard about how many years ago that first bus tour was. But, uh, yeah, I, uh, I was a lawyer in both private and public practice. I represented a bunch of prominent St. Louis companies as a business litigator back in 2000 when I came out of law school. And then since then, I've been an assistant attorney general where I prosecuted consumer fraud cases. And I was legal counsel to a former governor of Missouri and spent some more time in the private sector. And then, yeah, in 2006, at the same time as you were first elected, I came into the Missouri House. And you know, I've seen what Jefferson City has become over these last 10 years, and let's face it, it's not pretty. Um, even if you just look at the changes, because it was bad enough when we were there, right? but if you look at the degree to which the culture of pay-to-play has become endemic in that capital, and sordid stories about naughty text messages to interns and other things that would make, you know, a, a fraternity boy in college blush, let alone grown men and women, right? There's, um, there's just a need to clean things up there. And more than the shenanigans, let's talk about the unlimited campaign contributions, the wild west of freebies from lobbyists, the lack of any revolving door provision so that someone can work in state government one day and then turn around the next day and start lobbying the same people that they served with. It's a recipe for bad ethical outcomes, it's a recipe for disaster. And I really think that the state's next law enforcement official needs to be focused like a laser on cleaning up that mess. Well said, Jake Zimmerman. Um, Jake, you can uh, we can check you out right at jakezimmerman.org. That's where we find out more information about That's you and your right. background. jakezimmerman.org. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. You can Google me and learn all about the exciting and not-so-exciting stuff. <laughs> but the bottom line is that if people believe in fairness and they think that everybody deserves to have the same shot at opportunity and equal treatment under the law, then I hope that what people want in their next attorney general is somebody like Jake Zimmerman and not just another tired Jeff City establishment player. Here, here, Jake Zimmerman, most popular guy in his high school class right there, right, Jake? <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Something like that. Jake Zimmerman, I appreciate you coming on Grill Nation. I've always been a, a good friend, and uh, congrats on everything you got going on in St. Louis, and we'll definitely be keeping our eyes out for you here in Missouri. It's an honor to chat with you, Jason. Thanks so much. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to Grill Nation today. We'll check you out again next week. Have a great day and a great week. We'll talk to you soon.